It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Welcome to Chicago. It's Natalie Aurelia with Dynasty Podcast here with Y. Steez today. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Of course, I've been telling you that we need to get you on the podcast yeah. as soon as your project drops. Yeah. Groove Bomb. Yeah. Groove yeah. Bomb, right? Yeah, Groove Bomb. Groove sure. Bomb yeah. with that little yeah. Groove Bomb. With the groove, you know. You got to <laughs> put a little sauce on that. A little of bit. Of course. Thank well, you so much, though, for having me because we did talk about it. I didn't even know. I low key forgot, too. I was like, yeah, that would have been cool. And then you, you popped up, and I was like, damn, she really. Really kept it real. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Always, for always, bro. Always yeah. looking out for your music. Yeah. Always looking out what you're doing. Grateful. Very excited. Yeah, thank you. Um, since this is your first time on Dynasty Podcast. Um, first of many, I hope. Man. Yes, yes. <laughs> for next project, I hope you come back. Yeah. We're going to introduce you a little bit and just talk yeah. about how you started music, how you got into it, and yeah, what's sure. the backstory to all that. Yeah. Absolutely. You want me to start at the very beginning, how I got into it? I mean, talk about where it started. Just Where it started? I've been writing music for a really long time. One of the earliest memories that I have of, like, just writing in general, like, with my uncle, so my my grandma's brother, so my great-uncle, technically. His name's Lanny. Shout-out, Uncle Lanny. When he found out me and my cousin could write, he had us writing bars. He had us writing verses. Like, a, no joke. Like, that was his thing. Whenever he came over, he's like, all right, get that notebook. Go take 10 minutes. Go take 20 minutes. And it was like me and my cousin. I got a cousin who's four days older than me. So we would go and we would leave for 20, 30 minutes. And we'd come back, you know, with our best verse. And it was like, that's how it started. And, and I've been writing music ever since then. I played piano in, like, I think I learned in fifth grade. So, like, fifth up like going into eighth grade. Uh, but I took a long time away from it because I was into sports. I skated at the time as mm-hmm. well, too. So it's like, shout out to Vans, trying to get that Vans sponsor. <laughs> you know? But I skated for a long time and like sitting inside during the summer and like taking music lessons, that wasn't the wave. Like everybody's outside running around mm-hmm. or skating or playing football. I played baseball like most of my life. So it was like music, or sports, you know, music or outside, and, like, I was doing the cool stuff, you know, so I had to do that, and um, I I didn't pick up a piano probably for, like, that was going into eighth grade until, like, my junior, my sophomore year of high school, got back into it, and, like, my uncle would always say, say, one day you're going to get bit by the bug, and you're never going to be able to let it go, (laughs) and that's exactly what happened. It's really crazy, because I was running track, um... I was playing baseball. I was really sick. I was really good. Like I was, um, I ended up running running college and running track in college. But I got injured. I got hurt, and I had to sit down for like like a month. Like I couldn't practice. Like my doctor was like, we were getting ready for state. My doctor was like, hey, if you want to have any chance of running, get down, sit sit down, and be real still. <laughs> like sit mm-hmm. down and cool out. Don't practice. Like whatever. I was like one of the captains. And that was one of the hardest things in the world. But so it was like that month. And, you know, I said, man, let me pick up this keyboard. Let me, I had some money saved up. So I I bought a laptop. I bought like a little keyboard and I just started messing around. And, and, you know, that's, that's kind of how it started. That's how it started for sure. Or I at least got back into it. That's how I got back into it. That's, that's awesome. So you've always had that support though. Always, you know, little, little things like, 
keep writing, keep yeah. doing what you're doing, you know, yeah. have some lessons, like yeah. take care of that. That's good yeah. because like not a lot of people always get that, you know, that exactly. support, especially because like music, <laughs> exactly. what are you going to do with music? Exactly. And that was a majority, that was a big theme throughout this project. And that was why I wanted to make Groove Bomb. It wasn't necessarily for me, it's because you don't always get that support. You don't always, like when I was a kid, like from the South Side, like nobody ever told me. I could make a living off music. Like, nobody ever told me, like, it's ways to do it. It always was like, oh, that music thing, you know, it's, you got to be that one in a million star, that one in three billion star, you know? But, like, people don't really talk about the different ways that you can make a living and just the different levels of it. But this project was like, I just kind of wanted at least to do what I could to share the gift and share that support that I've been given with others and the people who listen to it, you know, kids, like the youth is like, that's where it's at. And um, just try to give an example, you know, to to kids growing up or whatever that like you can make it happen. And I've been blessed. So this project was basically me trying to share my blessings with other people and hopefully inspire the next generation or inspire somebody who's listening to, you know, pursue their dream, whether that be music or whatever, photography, anything. Like, I kind of just wanted it to be an example of, like, you can do it and you can do whatever you want to do. And this is how I did it. And maybe one piece in that project will stick with you and it can help you, you know, on your path or whatever in your journey and that was that was kind of what groove but what that's what inspired groove bomb i was saying yeah i mean you went all in you you answered some of my questions i already had you went all in about the project i'm long-winded <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like I say. <laughs> so this is your first project that you ever dropped like this is not my first project that i ever dropped i still have my first project it's on my soundcloud it was called the ill chill so quick little backstory is funny because that was my first project and it's all over the place. It's, it's really wild. Like I just kind of was experimenting with a lot of sounds. I would call it like it was I was rapping, but the beats were like electronic and kind of experimental. I was just I was just creating. I was just messing around, seeing, you know, what I could come up with. It was called the Ill Chill. And what's really wild is this was like so it's going on three years. So it was in twenty sixteen. I dropped it on my birthday, which is January 8th. It hadn't snowed at all that year. Project is called The Ill Chill. And when I dropped it that day, it snowed for the first time. And no I was way. like, yo, I was like, what timing? Like, that's like divine timing. That's like, that's exactly like, I couldn't have planned it better. I couldn't have planned it, you know? So, but it was like, I don't know. It just, it worked out perfectly. So that was my first project. This is the first project. And the reason it's so special to me is because I feel like when, and this is, I've kind of had conversations with a bunch of different creators. When you first start out, whatever, so if you start out, you know, videography, photography, music, you don't start out at that good level. You know, mm-hmm. it takes a while, it takes a journey for your, for your talent to match up with your ear or your eye or like what you know is good. So the project that I put out before this, it was just kind of, I was just throwing stuff off the wall, seeing what stuck. And then I just put a bunch of those on a on a on an yeah, album just... called it a mixtape. Yeah. But this was the first time that I was able to really sit down and execute exactly what I intended to do. And that's special for me because that meant growth as a person, that meant growth as a creator. It was like I accomplished everything that I intended to with this project. And like to be in that place, that's why it's that's why it's super special. And I call it I mean, it's not the first thing that I ever put out, but I would say it's my first complete project 
as an That's artist. That's awesome. Yeah. And as you mentioned earlier, as a creative, you definitely have to experiment and mm. practice. Yeah. And that really yeah. leads you to it because, you know, you, you stop... You start lacking, yeah. you know, the practice, like you're yeah. going to, you know, start lacking as an artist. Like yeah. you need to consistently be working. And it could, yeah. like you could tell in the project that you had a lot of ideas yeah. putting into this project. Yeah. So I was like taking listen, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it gave me a lot of different vibes. Yeah, it what kind me, of vibes? It what gave me a lot of different vibes. Like, I don't know, at first, like, and especially after like looking the names of the, the songs, mm-hmm. like Lovely Ocean, right? Yeah. It gave me like, Caribbean vibes. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why. It like yeah. it gave me Caribbean vibes. Yeah. It like took me back in my happy place in Jamaica. Oh, hey, like you know, I West, went. Right? I went this summer. So how amazing is Jamaica? Jamaica is like it's the fucking spot. That might be that might be my favorite place. Yeah, I'm, I'm it there. was the fucking spot. Yeah. It was surreal. Yeah, but it definitely gave me those vibes yeah. and. I just wanted to see because like there was a lot of you know love is spread out yeah. throughout this whole. Yeah. Project absolutely like groove bomb. So the original. I'm sorry. The original no title was was groove bomb of love, but that didn't roll off the tongue the mm-hmm. right way. So I was like, we cut it down to groove bomb. But groove yeah, bomb. go ahead. Yeah. So, but there was like a lot of you know self love, intimate love. Right. You know, talk a little bit about that. How you know comfortable you were just like putting it all out there. You yeah. know, from different perspectives, like so, different perspectives of love. Yeah, that was the that was the most important part. It was. So when I was making the project, I was going through a lot of life changes and kind of leveling up and the glow up, so to speak. Um, but the reason it happened was because it was the first time in my life that like I actively really like opened my heart up to love. And not just like, you know, because you, you, you hang out in relationships and like you date people and stuff like that. And like you fall in love, you know, if you're lucky. Sometimes you spend a long time with somebody and it's not actually love. Sometimes you don't even know what love is. And when I really opened my heart up and kind of dropped all of my guard and, and not kept people at an arm's length away, like, I grew into a better person. I grew into a better man. I grew into a better artist. But it took me really being vulnerable and really kind of dropping that guard to let love in, and when I and when I did that, my life changed, my relationships changed, just everything in my life changed. It, it like when I started this project, it it sparked kind of the next phase that ultimately led me back to Chicago and stuff like that. But each song kind of represents a different dimension of love and a different That's perspective on love. Mm-hmm. And the project is kind of it's like a duality to everything: so good, bad, up, down, light, dark. And stuff like that. But each song has two parts. Each song would be the way that love changed me and that particular dimension of love like affected me. And then also how, you know, the lesson that I learned from that and, you know, how I ultimately think it can help whoever's listening or it was like a a for me thing and then a for you thing. Mm -hmm. So each song kind of has that element of like this is what changed my life and this is how I changed and, and I think um, hopefully somebody can take something from, from each of those aspects. You know, there's friendly love, there's family love, there's intimate, there's, you know, passion. Um, it was me describing love as a force of nature the same way that gravity exists, the same way that heat and cold exist. Like, love's a thing and mm-hmm. love's the most powerful thing. Love will make you do some wild stuff, you know? It really, it, really You can. know, and it can strike instantly. You know, and, and that's kind of, it was just me learning about this because, again, I, I really hadn't, uh, 
I hadn't opened myself up to love too much. And when I did, it's just all this love came rushing in, and it was me learning about it and learning how to reciprocate it and learning how to um, ultimately use it to make myself better. And That's beautiful. I love it. And I just, you know, it's very personal, it seems like, but, you know, personal is good. Like, in music, I feel like... You know, the most effective music is when it's personal because, right. you know, the artist puts everything into it right. and really shows, like, their true colors. And, you know, that's right. why, we, why we love them, you know? Yeah. That's why, because we get to know them through their music. Right. But who... I mentioned that there were some influences. Yeah. Um, not influences, but vibes. Like, mm. who were some influences, like, to this album, this project? Yeah. I know that Love was one of them, but... Yeah. Were there any people? Like sound-wise? Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, well, to, to hit on what you said earlier, there was a lot of, like, Caribbean vibe and just that bounce and kind of mm-hmm. like that island that island feel. Uh, while I was writing a lot of it, I was going to different... I, was, I think I wrote some of it in uh, the Bahamas. I wrote some of it in Jamaica. I wrote some of it in... Really what kind of set everything off was Puerto Rico. So it's such a tragedy what happened yeah. there uh, because some of my favorite songs off this project were came from the inspiration that I got while I was visiting. And it's like crazy that Donald Trump let 3,000 people, 3,000 mm-hmm. Americans die on his watch. And it's a lovely country. It's, it's a country that has so much culture and history. But while I was traveling, I was just literally soaking up these vibes. I was soaking up this energy. I was, you know, listening to people. I was, I was just really trying to live as, as those people do. And like, that's kind of how the project came out. I just liked it because it's chill. Like the music is chill. It's, it's wavy. It's got this laid back aspect of it, but the beats can, you know, you can get down on the beats. So it's like you could chill if you want to, you could cruise around to it, you know, you could, you, whatever, you could roll up to it if that's your thing, you know, it's pregame music, it's, it's, it's brunch music, it's beach music, it's just, I wanted there to be something for everybody, but I, like, because it is so chill, I wanted to keep those drums and keep that tempo kind of, you know, forward pushing. It is a very universal project. Yeah. You could definitely tell by just listening to it. Like, you know, you could place this EP anywhere, yeah. anywhere you'd like, yeah. and you could just listen to it. Like, I mean, I just like listening to it in the car. Yeah. Like, I listen to it just doing homework, yeah, all that. You. I mean, I really loved it. I love the idea of yeah. it. Thank you. Just mentioning um, earlier about how this project, you know, was for the people. Yeah. You know, you really emphasized it, how, like, you want people to benefit, you know, from that. Was, like, that the yeah. ideal, like... You know, the purpose. To yeah, make was the, that the purpose? Yeah, it was. So I mean, there's a few levels to that. So earlier you were talking about how, you know, you hit on kind of how I've had support and how I've you know been able to get encouragement. So it was it was one aspect of that. I wanted you know other artists. I wanted you know people who may be on the fence about pursuing what they love or living living their best life or you know stepping into their true self I wanted them to know that hey this is the story of how I did it this is you know real physical evidence of like how it works but the process so again like I was saying it was to describe love how it's affected me how I've been able to share love with with other people and you know various forms and how we can use it as a physical force to change our world. You know, it's the, it, I mean, just think about it. If love is one of the most powerful things that we experience, it literally, I mean, if you love somebody, 
when that person walks into the room, your eye, oops, your eyes dilate a little bit more. It has a physical effect on you. You know, your heart starts beating, you, you sweat a little bit and stuff. It, it literally affects your energy. It creates energy. It, it creates feelings, but it's a physical force. And I just, the whole concept was like, okay, the same way that we spend, you know, Donald Trump, his first week in office, spent like $55 million bombing Syria, right? And in doing so, he probably created more terrorists, right? Because he didn't accomplish anything. He didn't accomplish any of his goals. But I was like, man, what if he took that $55 million and put it into the south side of Chicago? Or what if he, what if he took $55 million and just bought them food and, or built them houses? They probably would have gave up all the terrorists right away. You know, like, oh, we got, we got the $55 million. This, this man really cares about what's going on in our lives. Yeah, we'll get these terrorists out of here. They would have overthrew the government the next day if, they, if we had showed them love because, you know, in life, I was reading a book, it's called The Shambhala, and, like, The Shambhala is, like, the story of, like, this mystical place. It's, really, it's a really interesting thing. Um, but they say that it's, it's what ultimately led to Buddhism, yoga, the Tao. So The Shambhala is where they say um, all of that came from. That's a story. That's a legend behind it. But the author says that there are only two choices that we make in the world choices out of fear and choices out of love and that's the path of the warrior according to like Shambhala so I just felt like if we can teach people how to use love like physically like actively use love and and share that love with other people it was like man you know we could have world peace and not to be on some hippy dippy you know whatever come together man all you know peace and love <laughs> man like nothing like that but it's like just simple things like asking somebody how they feel. That could be the thing that changes their day, that ultimately changes their life. And I've had so many stories where, you know, people have told me, you know, man, like I can tell you, Jen, you really cared about me. I have nobody at nobody's talked to me or asked me, you know, how I felt like in two months. You know, just conversations at the grocery store and stuff like that. Just taking genuine interest in people and sharing that love. I, I just. I was really curious to see what we might be able to accomplish if we if we acted out of love instead of fear, instead of division. So the project was a concentration of love. Like this is how these are the different forms of it. This is how it helped me. You can use this. This is how you do it. And this groove bomb of love. It's like drop bombs of love instead of bombs that destroy people, <laughs> you know, like uh, a, a concentration of love. So that's what I wanted this project to be. That's a fucking beautiful concept. Like, I'm just like starstruck. Like, I really, I really oh, love. Oh, no, I don't do that. Like, I don't no, do like, that. I really love, I really love the concept because honestly, lately I've been feeling a lot of that. You mm. know, there's been a couple bumps, but yeah. you know, I've been in a really, really good place where my good. energy's right. Mm. My energy's positive. I'm trying to put it out, you know, and I'm trying to help people as much as I can. Right. Everything I ever did, you know, it helps, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, get into their shoes and yeah. see how they're feeling. Like, instead of getting mad at them, yeah. you know, try to understand why they're acting like that. Why yeah. are they thinking like and that, that's you know? And that's a decision out of love. And, yeah. that's, and that's the most important thing. Because, you know, I, like, everybody I work with, everybody I come across, like, you know, I don't wish anyone bad. Like, yeah. I want, always want to help wherever right. I can at work, at school, anywhere I yeah. go. Like, so I really love that. And it just, you know... Thank you. It gave me a little reminder because... Yeah. A couple of things have recently been happening, kind of just mm -hmm. made me lose it a little bit. Yeah. 
But that definitely gave me that really, really great reminder of like yeah. how powerful it could be and what Thank it you. could do for the world. Thank you. That's yeah. That's all I wanted to be. I didn't expect to change the world, but just even if. It could be a little reminder. A little leap of faith. A little leap of faith, a little a little reminder or something like that just to, you know, something to maintain, you know, the fact that we, we got life, we got love, we got the, we got the ability, the, the ability to experience love, like just little things like that. Even if everything in the world is going wrong and you got fired from your job and stuff, you woke up, you breathe in. You got the opportunity to change it. You got the opportunity to make it happen. And if at the very least you don't express love into the world, you can always love yourself. You can put that same energy into yourself. And that's when the real glow up happens. You know, it's like, so that was, you know, I just wanted it to be like a little friendly neighborhood reminder, you know, every day. And it definitely was. And I'm definitely going to, you know, put my friends on. I mean, I have been putting a couple people yeah. on. Like, Thank any you. new music I listen yeah. to, you know, from Chicago's Underground. Like, yeah. I'm like, you definitely show out. love. And I appreciate you so much. Like, when it, when it came out, I, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Always, That's always, bro. I got you. And, you know, after hearing this, you know, like, I just want to just put that out. Because yeah. we definitely need it in the world right yeah. now. Like, Absolutely. people just need those little reminders. Like, even... You know, it's crazy how much words could do, like how lit, like the power, the how powerful. powerful they are right. in general. Like you could be in a grocery store, like you mentioned earlier, you could just say hi to someone. Yeah. And, you know, that just makes a difference yeah. because, you know, they notice that you notice them. Right. You know, it makes a difference. You know, love is a crazy emotional but beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a powerful thing, too. But more importantly, so to get specific as well like men particularly especially like black men and you know a lot of a lot of men of color aren't taught properly how to love we don't necessarily you know it's kind of i mean to make it more general a man thing in, in the overall like the grand scheme of things we're kind of taught to suck it up and and you know don't show emotions because that's weakness and you know you supposed if you're showing emotions you soft if you if you fell in love you you know you you soft and stuff like that but if we had more talks and we were more open about our emotions and if we were taught properly how to use our emotions i think the world would be a different place for not just for men but for women for kids for everybody so that was part of what went into this process as well, being open, being candid, being vulnerable. Um, and, sh- and, you know, ultimately, I just wanted people to hear it and understand that emotions, love particularly, but emotions in general are, is a part of life. And it's what happens in the, in the sooner that you can come to terms with it and learn how to work with those emotions and use those emotions for your benefit and it doesn't make you weak it doesn't make you it doesn't make you soft or anything you know it takes it takes a strong man to admit that he has emotions and that he uh that's a part of life so that was I just kind of wanted to provide an example for maybe people who don't have that emotional awareness going on yeah definitely i was going to mention how you know love is something that we every single person experience it there's exactly. no exactly and that's what unites love does us not 
discriminate. Like right. everybody has feelings, you know, everyone and feels love. Right. And everybody so that, wants love. That's what that's what all of this is about. Mm-hmm. You work you work in the job so that you can either find the person you love or take care of the person you love or do the things that you love, invest more love into yourself. I mean, that's what it's ultimately all about. And it's an experience that every single person goes through. So that's why I want that's why I thought it would be the most universal and and because everybody experiences it, but we don't always have that emotional depth or that understanding Understanding of what to do with those emotions. People fall in love and freak out. You know, how many times have you heard of those stories where it's like, oh man, I'm catching feelings, bro, and they push that person away. Or they ghost somebody because they don't know what to do with those emotions, or you know, they don't properly know how to love they don't have, know how to love somebody properly back or love them the way that that person needs it or receive love. Some people don't even know how to receive love. Some people haven't been shown love and don't know how to receive love. And I think that's something that happens a lot in, you know, the black community amongst males. And and that's something that I wanted to kind of change and at least help lift that that uh that stigma that's associated with you know men expressing emotions that's like it's a part of life you know and and I just kind of wanted to uh, use my gift to help share those ideas you know? and we're all accepting it we're all listening to it mm-hmm. and we all just love the idea of it, it uh, just, you are too I, kind you I, get no, out I'm of serious. here <laughs> like when I when I gas somebody up, it's for a reason. I don't just gas anybody up. Yeah. Let me tell uh, you that. Like you. when I say like I love a concept, I love a concept. Yeah, like you. I'll tell you if there's something to yeah. tweak or thank if I don't you. like it. But yeah. no, this concept I really fuck yeah. with. Thank you and so it's much. something different because yeah. you know, seeing all these artists working in Chicago. True. Talk it, about it. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's this is different. This yeah. is something that I wasn't you know, I haven't seen in a long time. Mm. I haven't really, you know, I've seen all these rappers and these musicians in Chicago, and that's not their focus, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, they're talking about their lives, you know? Yeah. Some are conscious rappers, some yeah. are, you know, rapping about, you know, the Whatever, life and anything, all that. But yeah. it's just, like, something like that so focused on one, like, emotion. Yeah. It's, like, it's new to me. Yeah. And I love it. And that's why, you know, everything, I, I believe that everything that... I don't even know what I was going to say, but it, I'm just like... I, I just, appreciate you. I just really, really, really liked it, yeah. and I really... I'm really glad you did that, and Thank I hope you. you continue to do, like, you know... You know, of course, expand as much yeah. as you want, but, like, yeah. I love, like, that concept. It yeah. really makes you stand out. Thank you. Throughout the Chicago community. Thank you. And I really want to put your name out there, bro. Yeah. Like, it's... Go by YST. Shout YST. out to the wonderful Natalie. No, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you hit that on the head because that was that was a big part of it as well. Like, especially being a producer myself, I really... I feel like I'm gifted to... I feel like we're blessed that we get to create. You know, like, we couldn't even do this 20 years ago. Like, if you, you know, to get into get in, to get into videography, even 10 years ago or 20, you know, we got editing software right in front of us. You know, if, if we wanted to do this, if we wanted to do a podcast 20 years ago, we got to book studio time. We got to pay an engineer. You know, that shit was on tape. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was on actual, like, magnetic tape. That's crazy. And now I feel like we've been gifted with access 
And I don't want to take that for granted. I don't want to just do what's popping. I don't want to do what's trendy or whatever. I really kind of want to try to push the envelope or at least explore sounds within myself and, and try to push the boundaries. So that was a lot of what went into it as well because there is, I mean, not to knock anybody. Like, I work at a recording studio, and I never knock anybody, you know, pursuing their dream or, like, pursuing their craft. But there is a thing, and it's not even necessarily in Chicago. It's, I think, what's going on is, you know, a big organized taste-making that's happened on a grand scale. You know, it's like for every, you know, for every ex-tentacion that pops up, there's 15 other people out there trying to do exactly what he's doing no changing they don't want to they don't want to take it to the next level they don't want to switch up they want to do exactly what he's doing and I understand that but one of the biggest journeys as an artist I feel like is growth and expansion and you know I was listening to a Eminem interview earlier and he was like man 20 years ago when I was coming up you couldn't be like anybody else if you were if you if you sounded too close to somebody else they labeled you as whack oh you a bite you you know you biting his style or whatever and now and he was just really he's like man I'm mind blown I don't know what to do because the whole game did a 180 and now it's like if your stuff doesn't sound like what's out right now what's popping or you know the top 20 songs then because it's different it's whack and, you know, back in the day, it was like, how can we do something? Every time I sit down to make music, I feel like I start out with the approach of how can I do something that hasn't been done? Or how can I take this place? To, how can I take this to some place that, you know, how can I make something that I haven't heard before? You know, because if, if I want to listen to, you know, James Blake or something or whoever it might be, I can go listen to James Blake. He's already doing James Blake way better than me. Just like as soon as you try to copy somebody, you immediately put yourself as number two in that position. So it's like, why not do the best me that I could do? And, you know, I feel like everybody's unique. Everybody's gifted. Everybody has special talent. So I'm just trying to encourage people to find theirs and really spend time getting to know self and finding their own path. And this was kind of me trying to lead by example. It has been proven that people that copy or try to replicate anything else don't make it. You can't make it, you know? You know, copy somebody's idea. Yeah. Like even these huge blogs out here. Yeah. You know, I used to run a blog, but I realized that you know, trying to like catch on to this idea, you're just not gonna make it. It's yeah. not the same. You always have to add your own little twist. Exactly. You gotta do your own thing. You know, and right. that's when people are gonna recognize it. People right. are gonna recognize what's organic and natural and like what that artist is really about. Because right. you can tell through the bullshit. You can tell yeah. people. Yeah. You know, are <laughs> Yeah. Replicate this sound no doubt. Somebody else, but no doubt. I could definitely tell that you know this project is very organic. Yeah. You know, thank you. When you were making it, you, right. you put everything you you know your heart desires. Yeah. Into it, you know, and yeah. that's awesome. And I could tell personally when people really put everything and anything into their music. Oh like, man, you making me blush. You about to see a black dude blush real quick. Yeah. No, thank I you. Tell people when I hear you know their music and like you could tell that they did everything you know balancing your sound with the production and making sure everything's perfect and, you know, talking about everything that, you know, they're feeling. Like, mm -hmm. you could tell because there's, there are those little details yeah. in everyone's music yeah. that, you know, makes it very original. Yeah. You know, like, even, like, Sab, like, you know, telling, yeah. all, telling us Shout out Sab. I don't know if I don't know if uh, I don't know if Sab gonna hear this, but I got a beat for you. I got one particular one, bro. <laughs> but you know, listening to Sab all these years, just you know, all those little things that he 
but all these artists, you know, that I love and admire, mm. you know, incredible lyricists, incredible and artists. And I admire that, you know, mm. having the courage to do, do that right. because it's not always easy to be very personal with right. music. And also just, you know, putting it together so beautifully. Mm. It's just it's just a crazy, crazy thing yeah. that I admire always. Shout I'm not a musician, but yeah. no, I yeah, admire it. You might, you might have some of the bars. You yeah, might have some bit. heat <laughs> in the pocket. Shout out Saba. Shout out the self-care album. That was That was incredible. an eye-opener. That, that's, that's, I mean, that's amazing. The fact that, again, like, we need more examples of this. We need more examples of men or black men being vulnerable. Because it teaches us that it's okay to have these emotions and to live with these emotions and and that these are normal experiences of life. And, you know, he's, I mean, he's killing it. He's easily, I mean, not even one of the best in shot. Like, he's one of the best lyricists, you know, in, really in the game, is. period. You know, shout out Ala Pivot and DJ Damage and all those guys. Flex, Flex Lennon too, Pivot Gang all day. <laughs> Yeah, shout out those guys for sure. It's crazy. Mm. Well, we're gonna start wrapping it up. Yeah. Just you know, I'm so glad you came up yeah. and no, talked to me about Groove Bomb because yeah. I really fucked with it. You yeah. know, you sent me the EP before it was even yeah. released, the and exclusives, I was like, and yeah. yeah, the exclusive. <laughs> you know, just checking it out a little right. bit. But it's it's been really great work. Thank you. And I so appreciate much. you coming out once again. Talk to us a little bit about what's coming up next for YSDs. We got um so I, I finished up a summer residency. So I was I was DJing. I had a really dope gig on a Navy Pier. Um so wrapped up with that planning the next show series. So we got we got some really cool things in the works. I've been working on a lot of house music too. I fell in, I fell back in love with house music. I got a couple of those projects that are almost ready to go. Uh, shout out my boy Henry King. He's uh he's gonna be a DJ that I think people hear a lot about in the next six months. Um so we got some we got some really cool things planned. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to create as best as possible. And I think every time I sit down to make a song, I'm making better music. And I'm growing as an artist. I'm growing as a man. I'm growing as a, as a spirit. And I'm stoked to see what comes next. I don't know what's coming next, but I'm, I'm excited to see, see how it happens. And I actually, I started sitting down. I, you know, I, got, something, I got something on the, on the horizon. I got, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have more shows coming up. And uh, more Dynasty podcast. I hope to come back. Of course. Thank you for having me one more time. You know, every, usually around like you know every year or two, we usually have people come back just talk yeah. about what they've been working on. Yeah. It's like projects, you know, tours, whatever it is. Mm. So we usually invite everybody back yeah. just because you know we have so much love mm. for the city. You know, doing you know, I'm not the host, the main host of Dynasty Podcast, yeah. but the main host, Haima Black, has been doing this for 13 years now. Hey, shout Haima? Haima. Haima. Haima Black. Shout out Haima Black one time. Thank you for The longest running this. Chicago music podcast. Wow. Dynasty 13 podcast. years. Y'all heard it here. You know where it, this is the source. <laughs> Get it straight from the source. Get it straight out the faucet, right? Yeah, mm. so, I, you know, we've had so many artists come back, just talk about their journey mm. throughout Chicago's because, you know, we really want to emphasize and really want to, you know, bring out these voices in the city mm. and, you know, have a pe- have an outlet for these voices to be put in, you know, it's on iTunes. That's so important. Thank iTunes, you. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that, you know, we put it all out there. So that's what it is. Thank um, you for doing what you do because, because as an artist, as a creator, 
like you said, these are so important to us. It's, you know, it makes it more real than just, you know, you can just put music out there or whatever, but a lot of, you guys are doing Chicago a true service. That's, I mean, thank you for, on behalf of all the other artists as well, because it, it allows us to do what we do. We could have all the music in the world, but if you don't have an outlet, you know, if you don't have, have a way exposure. for people to hear it, that's like, you know, it, 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 it'll be falling on not even deaf ears or no ears, you know. So thank you guys. And this is so integral to creators everywhere. So thank you. Seriously. Like that's, I mean, I heard about this. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. So thank you. Of course. You, thank you, thank of you. course. Always. Bro. Mm-hmm. Where could people find you on social media? Um, you can hit me on Twitter. It's at Y-S-T-Z-Y-S-T-E-Z-Y. You can check me out on Instagram. It's Y-S-T-4-E's and a Z. And it's crazy because a dude who has the at YSTZ handle doesn't even use IG <laughs> and won't let me get the handle. So it's at YSTZ with four E's on Instagram. What else? Yeah, those, those are pretty much the only two I use. So, yeah, check me out there. Yeah. Always following back, always showing love. I know, mean, you know, it takes two seconds to show love, so I always no do what I can. And uh, just the little things, you know, yeah. we're just pointing out the little things yeah. and how much those little things can make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely, like just the like little the things over time is baby steps. A million baby steps is a whole lot of miles, you know. Definitely. So that's uh, that's the idea. So again, thank you, gracious host. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to everything that's coming into your future because I see you traveling, yeah. living. You've been and- out here at Young Amsterdam, <laughs> God in the house. I yeah. see you. I mean, we're very alike when it comes to all that. So yeah. it was so great to actually connect on the album yeah. and talk about it because, you know, I was a little bit curious about, you know, yeah. what was like the story behind all that. So yeah. thank you for touching up on all that. And I'm very excited for everybody to hear this podcast yeah, and hear how this album came together yeah. and what it was about. Appreciate Go check out Groove Bomb. It's everywhere. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer. And what is Google. it? Y-Steez. Y-Steez. That's your boy. That's me. Thank you so much, bro. We're going to be posting these soon, so stay tuned. It's Natalie Aurelia once again with Y-Steez tonight. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Have a good night. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.